just did a meditation and there's two things. The first one is breathing through the heart. I've got a little ways to go. My my breath has evolved more and more to grow in spaciousness. And the way that I measure space, spaciousness for me is what is my ability to keep my breath up uh, full and then poke at the parts of my lungs that are uncomfortable and I push air towards that part until you know I get more and more space and I noticed um, during my trip in ayahuasca in Peru after Sapo it felt like I could uh, breathe in like the entire world I kept saying like there's not enough air for my lungs and I remember having no like there's something that's stopping my my I don't know a feeling like my heart opening my heart is not fully fully open I would I, I don't know the amount but uh, yeah it's uh, it's it's got a ways to go another thing too is I remember in my first ceremony how insane I was mentally where there was five things I wanted to remember it was like breath Icaros um, or surrender or whatever because I was so afraid of the medicine that if, after I took the medicine I kept repeating those five things in my head over and over and again just in hopes that I would not forget because I didn't know what to expect and my fear level was so fucking high that I was kind of just like <laughs> controlling my mind too and yeah it was insane like I said that over and over again until the medicine's like hey just lie the fuck down and relax and as soon as I lie down and let it go she fixed something and then chaos I was able to handle chaos when I woke up but not the second ceremony second ceremony chaos came back and that's something that came up in that meditation is and that keeps coming up with Ram Dass with Gandhi that suffering is like really is just something that God is showing you for you to see it at this point this time whatever it may be and whatever you choose the decisions it doesn't matter the feelings are gonna get are gonna show themselves and you're gonna have to look at them and yeah yeah that was a that was a good meditation it was cool I'm very happy with that one love you guys I had a dream yesterday when I, and I don't remember if it was in the middle of the night or when I woke up, but I just remember the end, end of it. And the end of it was, I was lying down, as if I was lying down on the bed, a bed, I don't know where I was, and I, w I had managed to separate myself from my body by lifting out of it or something something and there's a bliss that arrived from that that I couldn't that I couldn't stop um, like it, it was unavoidable for me to moan and I was like oh like I was moaning like there was an actual moan of like holy shit like this bliss is crazy and I and I was letting go and I didn't give a fuck at this point because the feeling was so tremendous that I was just going through it right by moaning and, yeah, I, I, as I was in the shower, I, I remembered, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was crazy. And is man, dreams are powerful. 
like seriously I never experienced and it's weird because I only remember the tail end of it so imagine if you're able to sustain this abundance of feeling as you are in a dream but yeah dreams are powerful and more and more I've been contemplating and really looking at the behavior of the choices that are being done in this world by me which I feel you know me whatever me is uh, all of the above and you know cannabis versus dreaming versus because it's weird when with the cannabis I sleep all night and I sleep great like I don't wake up at nothing and without cannabis I would wake up at every dream which was four times sometimes a night Some, most often it was three but then I was so agitated that I was having trouble going back to sleep so it's a very <laughs> like you know fine line to like what you want out of life because I, I was trying to wake up from them and I was just you know the dreams were showing me a lot of things that were fun useful uh, that would make me contemplate kind of my day but they were not extraordinarily extraordinary as a, a lucid dream where what I was trying to achieve so I kind of I lost hope a little bit, I guess, and uh, would turn to cannabis for more moment-to-moment -moment revelation, realization, spiritual um, behavior, you know, not more or less, just is. It doesn't really matter at this point. And I truly believe that. Ram Dass talks about that is your attachment are truly a source of suffering, no matter what attachment they are. Like, no matter what it will bring suffering and here and now includes that suffering you want to carry that suffering to be there for others and to to dance the dance in the most honorable way you can spiritually and yeah so i'm playing this dance right now of cannabis versus dreams versus so i I stopped smoking like earlier, you know, in my evening in hopes that I can dream as well because I noticed that when I do the Wim Hof breathing before going to bed, usually I dream and I'm able to remember them as if the Wim Hof breathing cleared all the THC and reset all the whatever things in my brain, the chemical balance that is me. And, um, but yeah, that dream was cool. That dream was unique to have the experience of separating from the body and actually feeling total bliss where I and I woke up from the morning and I it was weird it was it was a half lucid dreaming as if I was half asleep half not asleep and I thought that I was moaning in my bed my wife would notice but it, that was in the dream as well so it's as if I woke up inside my dream as if I I felt like I woke up really and through that waking up there was something that I did where I separated and it was insane. <laughs> All right, man. Love you. So I went on a walk with uh, a friend for six hours. Uh, the way that we did it is uh, woke up at 3.30 in the morning, went and got him at around 4 went to the trail at around 4.20, 4.30 in the morning, did our prayers, I burned some sage, um, he did the 
the marking on my forehead as per the Hindu tradition for Vishnu and we started to walk and it was cold and he was wearing just a long sleeve shirt with shorts and I was wearing a coat, a long sleeve shirt and a t-shirt underneath with my backpack and even I was cold and I do cold training I mean I could have because I almost did it with no shirt but then uh, I'm like uh, I know that I was going to be suffering enough and I know that we were going to be walking uh, for about 38 kilometers and uh, we decided to do a silent meditation on the way there and when, when we get there uh, 20 minutes uh, meditation where we just I put a 3 hour timer on my uh, watch when we start to walk and uh, when it rang I put a 20 minute and we just sat down we're right there in the trail did a meditation for 20 minutes and then started to talk to integrate on the way back and to talk about our feelings on the way there there was a uh, I don't know half moon but it was right in front of us and the trail that we took is called the Osgood Osgood path and it's straight as an arrow like you can <laughs> straight as an arrow so it was cool to see just the moon there in our vision but it was cold and uh, we were walking in silence and I could like I can't imagine him but I could see him like touching his hands and so it was a it was a hard meditation um, but from my point of view the cold was just a feeling the moon was amazing I had a smile but the thought that kept coming back in my awareness is oh poor guy he's probably cold and then I was like let it go it's gonna be his experience to remember you know suffering creates amazing experience um, in my opinion you know when you have a, a crazy journey with somebody um, and there's suffering involved uh, the story tends to be good or uh, feel good or like oh wow we did this together that was crazy I couldn't believe like blah 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 right uh, so that's what kept coming back to silence the uh, the like oh shit I feel feel bad for the guy and uh, yeah got there when I got, did the meditation it was super awesome because we saw the sunrise it was amazing the birds were chirping um, we had a good pace to keep warm uh, and when we got there I sat down it was kind of like a little bit gravelly road uh, trail and uh, so I had like little rocks you know poking me in the butt but as I was meditating and I had lower back and I realized now oh, I need to work on the lower back because three hours of walking um, just I guess may put a toll so I was focusing on my breath, of course, and is, because I had been in isness for three hours. I was really looking up the entire time. I could see him looking down, uh, being inside of his thoughts, I guess. But I was looking ahead. And my goal and my intention was to be in the isness with full of honor and really to be here and now. Like, again, it's the practice of silent mind here and now just looking at what is with your feelings and presence with the love of God and mother and uh, 
you know, as thoughts come in, it's uh, it's about spirituality. I'm doing a practice, a walking meditation practice about spirituality. So, if anything, spirituality is involved. Feels good. Visions, uh, you know, Mother Ayahuasca, whatever, and uh, that I totally dabble, play, have vision. But oh yeah, visions reminds me because I don't I see the gold often but today as I was walking I had straight up visions oh and it was visions of Dota that's right like the Dota is a game <laughs> just so that you remember a Dota you know man uh, Dota 2 is a game on the computer that I'm addicted to I love it it's so it's like chess but like for games five on five and there's like a hundred heroes to choose from and it's go so i was intrigued that my brain was using visions of dota which is something i i like to do to heal traumas because my stomach was going through a weird thing like it was uh I, I've I've not been eating good, and when I eat sugar, it feels very liquidy in there. But it's not like going through, and it's not that it's gassy, but like it is, and but it's stuck and everything. And it does. I've always had stomach issue, but as I was walking, I could see that. And what I've been doing with those stomach issues is I open up. Oh, I don't know how to explain this, but basically, I really look at my stomach like I'm really aware of it I look at every side of it it's like okay oh I see you every part and now I tell it relax and I kind of I, I don't know it's like as if I do the Wim Hof breathing because I'm always doing the breath right so I take the deep breath in fully and then I let go that's my natural so as I'm walking I'm doing that so I take a deep breath and when I'm at the top I really surround the stomach then I breathe out uh, through the nose and I let it go and really let it go in it when I do that and I go inside of the pain and I'm not afraid of the pain anymore like I really say like hey you can show yourself to me and like open up like a flower I know it's gonna hurt more before it gets better but trust me I I'm gonna see you and I'm here for you and I do that for my like organs and my stomach and I'm like yo really I got you and then as I'm going through that you know the stomach opens up relax but then i feel the digestion and yes there is more pain like oh and discomfort but i'm not looking away and i'm really friends with you know i did that i fucking ate shit food like i did that okay and i'm gonna see you like um it's and that's the loving part of the paradox of life is that there's no way around it like anything i do will somehow somewhere damage something like it creates like friction that i have to observe or else it creates trauma inside of me it's like karma so as i'm doing friction and you can't like seriously like you get to points where like if i choose this there's karma i choose this there's karma you can't run away so then you're like okay well for one one is like a food like as i'm eating shitty food i know the karma that's coming my way in the future it's an obvious one right because it takes time to digest and blah, blah blah and then when i do get the karma i look at it the other way around was the karma of the karma of like 
putting in a lot of hard work that you don't have time for like a, a nice meal right and where you go and you cut and to, so it was like time the cost the karma was time so I was spending less time with my children so I had to pay a cost there it was making me stress or like there's always a cost and an emotional cost a physical it doesn't matter like a cost is a cost to me anymore like a feeling is as powerful as a a physical feeling like both of them are the same they feel this like both both I am I used to avoid and now I'm looking at and becoming more comfortable with and holding them on my shoulders with me as I live and not and saying hey like yes I ate shitty food yes this is a feeling that I used to think was not good and yes it is killing you and not good like you are getting inflammation but this life, you know, with all the cookies and all the fruit, they exist, okay? So it's not like if it exists, you need to suffer. But the point is, is that there is teachings everywhere. So if you eat the bowl of cereal, okay, and suffering comes, there will be teachings involved in that. There will be, maybe your stomach is going to, for example, me, I've always had shitty stomach. Maybe it's the, there's healing involved there's learning of like okay um i don't know but it matters it fucking matters the suffering involved in anything that you do matters and to look at it matters i don't know it that comes from super deep within the understanding of everything matters okay even the mistakes matters it's an experience that if not experienced by you like it would be missed it would be a missed experience no matter what the experience is like and i see it in my own awareness into gaming if i would be god just for my i would create exactly this like when i played sims sims is such a weird paradoxical game but as you play sim you really have an invested time because you invested time in those little creatures that are doing i don't know if you know about sim but sim is a character you create and as if you and you build it a house and then as it lives it's kind of random it does random acts when it's tired it goes to bed but you can also tell it to do things so as you see that his friendship level is going down and you're starting to get more and more depressed then you invite a friend so you grab the guy and say call your friend and then he comes so you kind of play a part in it but sometimes you can just leave it go but the problem with sims is is if you would let it be let's say i would start sim and i would leave maybe the guy didn't have enough experience at cooking and he would start a fire in his house and die and then i'd come back and the guy would be dead and then i invested let's say a week in that guy by just looking at a computer animated thing that mimics random actions inside a house but gets depressed like as they programmed it that if the you like for example if you needed to eat and you didn't give him food he would die of starvation after a while but he would complain to you turn around and be like yo dude so you'd be kind of playing god but anyways the point is <laughs> i was not unhappy when i saw him suffer it was funny it was kind of more interesting not funny but like more interested even though i had an invested interest in him to like you know maybe complete the game and do all the achievements and whatever because there was a goal um the suffering was interesting and something to learn about and created 
uniqueness between them and then when they would fight over like it's interesting i'm just saying like that's how i would create it so everything is perfect everything has its teaching even if it's for his amusement god or whatever then so be it so be it like i will suffer in order to move on and not and stop this reincarnation stuff um not get attached that way when god asks me i was meditating on that today though if god asks me after i die okay this you, you know beautiful life like you know of course i'd be full of feelings i've got god right beside me holding me in his love i fucking saw all of my life all of the people that i love and experience all of their love all at once because i'm on the other side and it's like it's blowing my fucking mind life is insane life is amazing and then he asked the question do you want to go back for another life do you want to do this again do you want to reincarnate and have more friends and more of this more of this fucking love like the the most insane feelings imagine and then saying no i think i'm ready to move on whatever that is and you have to trust with complete faith that move on could be turning on the off the light where you're gone that's it done done or you don't know the point is you don't fucking know are you like imagine there's no the amount of people that would make that decision is in so small like so ridiculously small because you're set up like first of all like you're in a place of pure fucking love surrounded like beside a god like from those near-death experience that you hear um and you got two options one of them is like you want to merge with him right and say like no i don't want to go back i just want to be with you but like you just had a full life you know a full normal life or even spiritual or even like grandiose if you're a billionaire millionaire you know if you had a life with children any just normal life where you're 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 really like not getting beaten every day in like serious misery um you would ask you the question do you want more of that after you just experienced all of your friendship all of your love like or do you want to stay like i don't know like i don't know um i don't even know why i would be working to not reincarnate this life is kind of crazy and to experience this over and over again and the suffering and i don't know it's so but i was contemplating that as if it matters but now that i'm talking about it doesn't trust i love you guys